Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome aboard on a Friday, and yes, we have got the Final Four on the horizon. Aaron Torres is locked and loaded. You even took in some of the workouts today at the Superdome already. Dan Byer, I did. I, I went. Uh, I woke up. I was responsible. Um, got up. I, I actually enjoy the um, open practices, and I specifically enjoy Villanova, which was first day, because they're the only team that actually practices. Everybody else has half-court shots, three-point. Villanova's working on pump fakes and, and dribble drive this, and, and it, I goof about it. But I will say, like, there's a reason why they win 31 games every year and are, are playing to go to a Final Four. So I was there for a little bit, then shot down here, and happy to be joining you, my man. I've been fortunate enough to be at a few Final Fours as well. Uh, you a few more than, than me for sure. But I do like the Friday aspect of it, especially for fans, because I don't love the setup in these stadiums with the court in the middle. I just think that there are 70,000 bad seats in, in, in those places, and there's about 1,000 or 2,000 of them that are really good. But it allows fans to come in and see the teams and see the atmosphere and see what it's all about, all while getting good seats. So if the Final Four does come to your town or your area, and you don't have tickets for the game or the national title game, I always thought that Friday is the perfect perfect event to take in if you're a basketball fan. Oh, absolutely. And even two, three, what it was about six weeks ago, maybe the Super Bowl was in our hometown of Los Angeles. And I had family in town and we hit up the Fan Fest and all that stuff. Obviously, yeah. there's no practices and things like that. But no, it, it, I agree. I, you know, I said with the Super Bowl, even afterward, uh, if it's anywhere near you, take the day off, let your kids have the day off. Uh, go down and, and make some memories, and, and it's the same with the Final Four. 
Very excited to be here and uh, very excited to be working with you today, my man. He is Aaron Torres. Get him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Want to let you know that you got to check out the latest lines from the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21, must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Now, we talk about tickets, and you talk about tickets to try to go to a Friday practice or a Final Four or a national championship game. Uh, one of the hardest tickets in all of sports is next week, and that is a ticket to the Masters. Augusta National, obviously, the site next week. And the question remains, Aaron. Will Tiger Woods make his return and play in his first official event since his car crash in February? And this is a this is a big day. Usually you have your deadline of Friday of the week before of committing to a tournament. Now, if Tiger doesn't play, the Masters does not do a replacement. There isn't an alternate. The field is set. And if Tiger doesn't play, then it's just one less person in the field. So there there isn't collateral damage if Tiger chooses not to play. But we are awaiting this decision on whether Tiger does tee it up next week. I thought it was the longest of long shots. In fact, I had people ask me, Aaron, over the last year or so, did I think that Tiger would play the Masters this year? And I said, I don't think he's going to play a major this year. I don't even think he was going to play a tournament because of his priorities, because of the way that the majors uh, season now sets up, because it's April to mid-July and not April to mid-August where you would have the PGA later. I think it was more of a time crunch. I didn't think that Tiger would be fully back, but this all changed a couple of weeks ago with reports saying that he was ramping up his practice rounds in South Florida by walking. And then this week we had the report of Tiger Woods at Augusta National with his son Charlie going with Justin Thomas seemingly to prepare for next week's Masters, at least to see if Tiger would be able to walk the 18 holes at the hilly terrain that is Augusta National. But that's where we are. That, that This is to the point where Tiger at least was on the grounds and he'd said he'd be there for the Champions Dinner, but it's different to go and prepare. And this is what guys do when they want to play at the tournament. They get there the week before and they start to prepare and that's what Tiger did. And now listen, I'm a golf guy. Aaron is 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 not as much of a golf guy so i think we look at the sport and the pga tour from different angles and and i've always felt this aaron with with tiger is i was always excited about golf and about golf tournaments even during tiger's lull uh, when he had his back problems, when he was struggling in 2015, when he was out because of the the uh, the leg operation in 2008, the scandal in 2000, all of that. Like I was still a fan of golf, and I understand that people weren't fans of golf, and that golf needed Tiger Woods. But now I look at this Masters, and I'm really curious on your angle of this because because I kind of feel like I'm I'm, I'm not too inside, but it, it, it means more to me. I've always felt that I, these tournaments didn't need Tiger because I was excited for it. Now I look at next week's Masters as almost a bonus. So even in my mind, like if Tiger Woods preparing for a Masters or playing in the Masters, like it's just a bonus if Tiger is able to play. More of a want as opposed to a need. How do you look at Tiger's potential return when it comes to the game of golf in next week's Masters in terms of interest-wise? Well, the Masters may be a little bit different than every other tournament because I'll be honest, you know, and I don't want to speak for America and certainly not speak for you, I don't know that I'm sitting in on a, a Saturday or Sunday to watch the Waste Management Open sure. or you know, whatever. The, it, there are a select few tournaments every year that I will get in front of a TV in front of a TV for and make it a priority to watch. And the Masters is always one of them. So for the Masters, I think it's just a cherry on top. But I think it's a cherry on top this year for a few different reasons. I mean. One, obviously, we saw the historic, uh, you know, win that he had a few years ago, but nobody really expects that coming off the, this catastrophic injury. But I think it's such a cool story if he can just play, if he can just show that he can do it again. And it's funny, Dan, and correct me if I'm wrong, and, and I may be on this, but I don't think that I am, is, is I seem to remember after the first incident in 2009 that, that forced him away from golf, he had all these injuries and all these surgeries, and it seemed as though he didn't want to rush back until he was 100% because he wanted to compete at the highest level. And then it got to a point where 
we kind of knew like he might not ever be able to compete at the highest level again now that obviously changed in 2000 whatever it was 19 when he won yeah. the masters but i bring it up because i think this would just be so symbolic of he's still here he's healthy he looks good he's playing never at the level that he was 15 20 years ago but that he's just okay like does that make like i think that's part of it too it's just that he's okay he's going to be okay yeah. everything will be uh, does that make sense i think that i think that's a that's a, a big part of it and and it makes me think that you are in line with me where there was always this thought of could tiger catch jack nicholas and when he won his last major in 2008 the u.s open and then had the the surgery on his knee and the, the fractures in his leg, it wasn't until that 2019 win that he was able to add to his total. And there was a, a, a faction of fans that felt that Tiger was going to beat Jack Nicklaus's record throughout those 11 years. And even especially after he won in 2019, Aaron, I heard so many people being like, all right, the race to 19 is on. Now, that was Tiger's yep, yep, 15th yep, yep. major. So he still would have to win 16, 17, and 18, and then win 19 to beat Jack. But people just felt because of what he had done previously and who he is and what he is, that this would open the floodgates. And it's just the game is different. The, the players are different. His competition is different. And it just wasn't realistic. And I think to that point of me looking at as it, a want as opposed to a need you looking at it as like an added bonus i think that's what it is and i think that's what the car accident did and i actually think that the further we got away from that 2019 win maybe more and more people started to realize that that was the the comparison to jack nicholas winning at 46 in 1986 but there there was a lot of talk after 2019 that that, that tiger was going to go on a run by a group of people not everybody but there was a, a group of people that felt like this is it you could check twitter polls going back to that that weekend in mid-april of how many people thought that the run was going to start but to your point after the accident i think that changed it significantly i also just think the drought between the accident and the last win also changed it significantly when tiger wasn't going on and winning you know a couple of more majors it was really just that mountaintop to, that he tried to climb to get back that that changed everything he's now a bonus that yeah. that that is what he is and and i'll watch the masters next week i'll be at the masters on on wednesday I'll, lucky enough to do that but i don't think that it is the necessity that people pinned on the sport of golf that tiger woods be there anymore and i think as we look at tiger's return and actually wait today if we're going to hear news that it is what you said and it's more of a bonus than anything else and i think we have to look at tiger woods anything that he does going forward as a bonus and I, i'll be honest i remember back to that 2019 window when he won the masters and you could just see the emotional and physical toll that it took on him to play at that level for those four days and i was kind of surprised too i, I was kind of taken aback with uh, how many people, well, I mean, like you said, the race is back on. Yeah. You know, can he catch Jack? It's like, you know, it feels like this is a great moment that we should appreciate as a moment and not try to turn it into something else that it's not. And I understand this is sports talk radio and it's what we do and everybody's got to try to find their unique angle. But I was like genuinely blown away by the number of people that kind of tried to turn that 2019 win into something bigger than what was probably realistic, almost certainly realistic. And so uh, maybe using the word bonus, I think that's just the way that we should describe anything we get from Tiger Woods going forward, whether it is a, a win against a, a random, you know, in a random event, if it is a win at some other major at some point in his career, frankly, if it is him just showing up to play like this right now in a moment in time, uh, so, yeah, so I, 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 that's the way I think that we have to look at it. And I don't know if people will. You know, if he plays pretty well on Thursday, you know exactly what the conversation is going to be going into Friday. This is, of course, assuming that he plays. I don't think it's fair, but I do think that is the reality. I also think that there is a chance that Tiger Woods plays this Masters, doesn't play the PGA Championship, doesn't play the U.S. Open, but tries to tee it up at St. Andrews because it's the 150th anniversary this year of the Open Championship. And Tiger Woods, when speaking, uh, when he spoke with CBS last month and talking uh, – 
just talking about a schedule that he has in the past is his days as a full-time tour player and playing regular PGA Tour events are over. And I think that his days of, of playing every single major are over. But it's his knowledge of Augusta, uh, his success there. It's not like it's a new course either, Aaron, where you're going to a different spot, like they're going to uh, the Country Club in Brookline uh, in June for the U.S. Open, and there there hasn't been a U.S. Open there since the the late '80s, and the Ryder Cup was there in 1999. But it's been a while since they've played that course, so you don't know that course. But Tiger's played the Masters so many times, and has been at Augusta National, and has won so much. You don't need the normal prep time to get to know a course. That's what I think helps him in this sort of scenario if he does want to play. We hope to get that that decision at least at some point today on whether Tiger Woods tees it up. Just uh, it, it just an absolute uh, a buzz about golf when we heard about Tiger getting to uh, Augusta National earlier this week. And now we just have to continue to be in wait-and-see approach. It, a little bit, Aaron, and just to wrap it up, the, the thought that we had with the, the conversation after Tiger won the Masters in 2019 reminds me so much of what we did to Patrick Mahomes. Sure. Just after back-to-back Super Bowl appearances, not even wins, but of all right, is this the guy to catch Brady? Like like that like, like <laughs> Brady's not and, and Tiger yet. had been in the yeah. game for twenty plus years, but you want to talk about like let's slow down a little bit. It was th- those I think that there are parallels in two of those conversations. I, I don't disagree and um yeah, it, it it was funny to even I know this is a Tiger Woods segment, but the, the Patrick Mahomes overreaction. I guess this is just what we do in our business. And you know, the problem is I think there's a difference between having a strong opinion. Um, that is disagreeable and then just trying to be over the top for the sake of being unique or being different and and that was one again with tiger to go back to tiger really to patrick mahomes as well but to go back to tiger it just felt like this guy has been through so much the last decade let's appreciate this moment for what it is rather than turn into something else but i am excited to uh excited to hopefully get some news here throughout the show that uh, that he'll be, uh, you know, that he will be uh, back at, at Augusta National. And if if we do have that news, Monsi Bolaños will be on top of it. She's at the news desk for us today. Of course, John Ramos is here, as is Jason Stewart. Aaron Torres is at the Final Four. Find him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. And I'm Dan Byer as we sit in for Doug Gottlieb today here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. 
this is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome aboard. Hope your Friday is magnificent. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Taurus. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. Still waiting on news from Tiger Woods. Will he or won't he play in the Masters? And we're actually still waiting on news from LeBron James on if his tweet that he sent earlier today was an actual April Fool's joke. That is what this is. And for those of you that that may have missed it and haven't seen and haven't been on social media, this is what LeBron James tweeted two hours ago at 109 Eastern time, 1009 Pacific time. LeBron tweets, I'm out for the season officially with an emoji of a guy slapping his face. See y'all in the fall with a crown and then the peace sign. And a majority, a vast majority of us believe that this is an April Fool's joke. That is what we, that is what we believe that this, that this is what LeBron James has given us. There is nothing to say that LeBron James is done for the season. In fact, the last couple of game, or days that we've had, it seems that LeBron has been trending towards playing tonight against the Pelicans. So we all just assume that this is a joke and just waiting for LeBron and the punchline. Nobody's reporting that he's done for the season because we all think it's an April Fool's joke. My question to you, Aaron, is this the right time to make an April Fool's joke, even though it's April Fool's Day? If it is an April Fool's joke, I agree with what Monse said earlier in the show, which is, dude, you guys are getting your brains beat in every single game. You are by far the most disappointing team in the NBA, one of the most disappointing teams in recent memory. I know you're LeBron. I know your legacy set. You're at worst the second best player of all time. Some would say the best. Most Lakers fans don't care that though. Care about that though. They care about the fact that this season has gone up in complete flames in one answer. So I know LeBron's at the point in his career where he really doesn't care much of what anybody thinks about him, and that's okay. Uh, he's earned that right after everything he's done. I don't know that it, it probably landed the way that he was hoping that it landed though. Yeah, it's. <laughs> If you're fighting for your playoff lives, and honestly, I don't even know if the Lakers are fighting for their playoff lives. I, I, I don't know if they are really fighting to try to make it to the play-in tournament. But just the fact of the tone of this season, and now you're at this point, and there is a part of the fan base that does want you to make the play-in tournament. But I also think that there's a part, and I don't know what's bigger or what's smaller, of some that are just like, just end this thing. Like, the sooner the better. The sooner we can move on from Russell Westbrook. The sooner we can move on from this version, this 2021-22 version of the Lakers, the better. And it's not a laughing matter. Even though that your team has, has not fared well throughout the season and maybe you need some levity, this is not the time to do it. And this is just it, – it, it's such a – I get it that this is – this is just sports. But it just, to me, seems sometimes that maybe LeBron is a little difficulty reading the room and reading on what's going out there. And to your point, he may not care. But to me, it's just you want to talk about, you just want to talk about, it's not a bad tweet. It's just a man misguided that's what it is yeah misguided. what's the word we're looking for misguided um ill-timed yeah it, and it you know off, it's yeah off base i yeah just it doesn't land it, well, it does not, not land here's the other thing too 
it's not funny or interesting. Like, and I know it's sort of topical, but imagine if he was like, yep, it's, you know, let me be the first to welcome Dame Lillard to the Lakers. And Dame Lillard's a bad example because he's hurt. Uh, whoever, fill in the blank. Uh, I don't know. I, you, you, there's got to be a more clever thing to come up with. I guess the trade deadline passed, so that probably yeah, doesn't make Bradley any sense. Bradley Beal or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or, you know, I don't know. Uh, welcome back to – I can't think of something clever off the top of my head. But there's a clever way to Dwayne do it. Dwayne Wade. You could, you could send out a tweet and saying, <laughs> guess what, Flash is back. Yes. Yeah, that and, and that would be that would be, you know, better than this. I mean, he would still catch flack for it for bringing in somebody that he wants even if it wasn't April Fools joke. But yeah, that that would be that would be more of the April Fools joke instead of you know, especially if there's questions on how much he turns it on and what he's really going for. It just it completely misses the mark. Well, and by the way, by the way, how about this? I, I like how even in the, the fake tweet that isn't funny announcing that his season is over still feels the need to throw up the crown. I'm the king on my way out <laughs> you know, of not playing. You know, that's interesting. Jason Stewart, our executive producer, uh, you know, we, we were talking prior to the show, and, and, and like most shows do, we're on a pre-show call. But you, you kind of took a different angle with, with all of this. And I, and, and, and I want you to lay it out on, on what, how you took this tweet. Cause I didn't, I didn't take it the way that, that you did. And, and I don't think the way that Aaron did, you read this LeBron James tweet. What strikes your mind? It kind of feeds into what I've thought about this guy for a long time. I, I think that LeBron James is one of the most famous people in the world. He's uh, maybe the greatest basketball player ever. He is going to get attention organically. Like, he doesn't need to seek attention. But I always feel like LeBron's, like, thirsty to be a part of the conversation. And yes. he, he's constantly, like, working his name into things uh, when it probably would have come out anyways, but he needs to make sure he's in the conversation. That tweet a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, about the, the Rams, Dodgers, and Lakers should have a, a celebration parade. <laughs> you talk about not being able to read the room. He doesn't understand the dynamics of the market, that, that most Dodger fans aren't Rams fans. Like, why would we even be in the same place with these people? And it's like, uh, it just, it was, it, I guess it's the most recent reminder that LeBron James, if this is an April Fool's joke, is again, like, just pushing himself into the blogosphere and onto the internet. And, and the social media, as opposed to just being famous and all that comes to him anyways. Does that well, make Jason, sense? Jason, here was my thought. When you, you opened the call by saying, did you see this LeBron James tweet? He says he's out for the year. And my first thought was, if he is out for the year, they're obviously not going to make the playoffs. This will be the most insufferable summer of LeBron ever. Like, I, I thought it was a serious thing because it didn't register that it was April Fool's. And I said, how many weeks until he's showing up in the dunk line at his son's AAU games? Because that's exactly yeah. what it is. He can't keep himself out of the headlines. I'm uh, so on board with you, Jason. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and, and it's, it's why we brought Jason on again, because then it triggered something else for me in thinking about this is – what is what has LeBron done previously? And I'm not asking you guys to answer. I'll give you the answer. I always hate pop quizzes on shows. But what has LeBron usually done previously in seasons? He's gone off social media during the playoffs. You want to know why? Great call. Because that's the time that he's focused. That's the time. It's time to win a title. And here they are. Effectively, they are in the playoffs now. Every game that they play is a playoff game to try to get into the play-in tournament. And he's taking part in an April Fool's joke. And in one that makes you almost want to curry favor to him, like, no, please, LeBron, don't be done for the season. We need you. It is it is so, to Jason's point, self-gratifying and so thirsty. I mean, this is he would never have done this with the Cavaliers as they were trying to win an NBA title. And now, five, six years later, he's going out trying to get likes, likes and retweets. Tells you where the, where their mind where their mindset is. It's, he, I'll also ahead, say Aaron. this: he is going to be the most insufferable retired athlete ever. Like most of these guys, Derek Jeter retired with grace. Obviously, the late Kobe Bryant. You, you know, I don't want to be, be you know make light of this, but I thought he retired with grace and handled himself in retirement with grace. LeBron's going to be bad, man. I I, I feel like LeBron's going to be bad when he finally has to step away. I will say this though: this is not as annoying as the fake haircuts in the shop on HBO. That still <laughs> is the most annoying thing. Like, there's only certain guys, and by the way, no one's getting like a full haircut. All the guys 
is doing is just shaving their back or, or, or the back of their neck. Like That annoys me so much in watching the shop. And only certain people are actually getting haircuts, but everybody is still like in a barber's chair. I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, that, that still annoys me more than anything, are the fake haircuts in that show. But this is uh, right up there. He's Aaron <laughs> Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Aaron is live at the Final Four, and we do want to let you know there are coaches walking around, there are people walking around, so our hot seat may be open, and the next thing you know, a college basketball coach just may be sitting uh, down to Aaron, and we're going to pop him on as we preview these national semifinals. But first, I want to let you know, you got to check out the latest lines of the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21, must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Aaron, would now be a good time to take a T.O. if we needed? You know, yeah. maybe. Okay, all right, that, let's do that. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Bayer. He's Aaron Torres sitting in for Doug. Aaron is live at the Final Four in New Orleans. I am 
at the Fox Sports Radio studios in Southern California. Glad to have you with us. Talking a little NBA, we're going to talk NFL in about five minutes or so with former NFL scout and host of the 3 and Out podcast, John Middlecoff, plus Monty Bolaños is here to give us the latest of what's happening on this Friday. But last night in the NBA, Aaron, a couple of things happened. Lakers lost again. That's no surprise. And then the Bucks beat the Nets in overtime in a great game in Brooklyn, 120-119. to 119. But then you had something that happened in Detroit. Pistons topped the Sixers last Last night, 102 to 94. And at this point of the season, unless you're tanking to try to not be one of the top two seeds to maybe not face Brooklyn in the first couple of rounds, that would be the only excuse that you can give the 76ers. That would be the reason to lose that game. But speaking of excuses, there were no excuses for Doc Rivers, who saw his team collapse in the fourth quarter against Detroit, and had this to say about James Harden. Well, they didn't struggle. Um, you know, they didn't get a lot of shots, you know, in, in their defense. I think during that stretch, it was more James, you know, um, you know, than, than them. So, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's just a tough night. That was Doc Rivers taking up for his bench. And putting the onus on James Harden. And here's the thing that strikes me is this honeymoon is over. Like it is that 30-point win over the Timberwolves in his first game is so long ago, Aaron, that now you're starting to hear some rumblings. I'm curious to see how James Harden's going to respond to this. I'm curious to see on how Doc Rivers is going to respond to this. Because honestly, now if you have a tug of war as you're trying to fight in the playoff spot or trying to, to fight in the playoffs – in the end, James Harden's going to win out over Doc Rivers. So if Doc Rivers is already calling out James Harden, I, 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 this is a bad, bad sign if you're a 76ers fan. Well, Doc Rivers, you know, even in a normal situation, the star player, but, I mean, Daryl Morey's commitment to James Harden uh, makes it that much more tough for uh, for Doc Rivers to really go at him. Listen, I love it. I think Doc's kind of at the point in his career where he's made his money. Um, you know, he, we, he's won a championship. James Harden hasn't. Nobody really to speak of with the 76ers has. And so because of it, I think he could just say what he really thinks. But I also don't think this should be all that surprising. I mean, I, I remember, Dan, you and I were on the day after the uh, whatever it was, however many point loss to the Brooklyn Nets when Kevin Durant said, yeah, no, we, ex- we expected to come in and do this. And we talked then about how premature, again, we just talked about it with Tiger Woods, the premature talk of catching Jack Nicholas. Well, now, remember when we were talking about the premature, uh, they're the new Shaq and Kobe. We're like, can they play two, like like four games together before we, we anoint them yeah. the greatest duo in the history of the sport? And this is who James Harden is. This is who he has always been. And so uh, I was never optimistic that this was going to work. I was never optimistic that they had ascended to the favorite in the East, like some said immediately after the trade. I never really got it. Um, and, and, you know, and, and let me actually say one thing, and I, I know we got to get to John Middlecoff here. I never understood why with the 76ers playing the way that they were, everyone felt like they had to trade for James Harden. Now, on paper, they look like a better team. I never believed that they were, he was going to significantly make them a better team on the court. So that's maybe a, a deeper conversation for another day. I understand why they did it, but this is who he's always been, and it's only whatever it is a month into this thing, and we're right back where we always are with James Harden. We don't care about chemistry, and I, and I don't mean that as you and me. It just it seems to be some of the thought process, I think. And I think that Daryl Morey was so set on getting a superstar and really, to your point, getting his superstar. That's why they waited so long. You know, like, I mean, it took forever for the trade to, to, to happen. I don't think it benefits either team. I mean, Ben Simmons hasn't suited up for the Nets yet. If you're the Sixers, and now all of a sudden two months later, you got to, you know, acclimate to everything else and figure out a way where you fit James Harden in and now make a playoff push. I think it's a bad situation, yeah, overall. So your point is your point is well taken. He's Aaron Torres live at the Final Four in New Orleans. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb. We'll talk some NFL action next with John Middlecoff. But first, we head over to the news desk. Monty Milanos is here to give us the latest of what's going on on this Friday afternoon. How are we Monty, doing today? Great. How are you? You know, it's April Fool's, and I'm just on edge. I hope I don't get pranked by my friends. I hate April Fool's. I like jokes, but I hate April Fool's. <laughs> LeBron tried to pull one on Right, us and, no, and nobody laughed. Nobody laughed. 
Not one person, not no Laker fan, even non Laker fans didn't laugh. The only noise we heard was people slapping their heads like, come on, LeBron. Right. You're, you're not original. Please stop. I know, right? And it's like, LeBron, we're losing. Don't joke around right now. Please. It would it would have been me against Monty tonight, Clippers against Bucks, but it's the JV squad. I know. I would be so upset if I was going to that game. <laughs> oh, I would be outside throwing a tantrum. Oh, that's signs. That's tough. That's what you get in the NBA in early April. Thanks, uh, Monty. We'll check in with Monty in about 20 minutes as well for game time. Joining us now at the Doug Gottlieb Show, our good buddy, NFL analyst, former scout and host of the 3 and Out podcast, John Middlecoff joins us. Hey, John, happy Friday. What's going on? What's up, fellas? How you doing? Uh, man, uh, Tom Brady, Bruce Arians of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, again, making our week as the NFL news just never, ever stops. Scale of 1 to 10, how shocked were you when you found out Arians was stepping aside? Yeah, I guess, I mean, it would be close to a 10 just because at this point in time in the year, you don't expect that stuff to happen, right? I mean, there's a, there's a cycle in every sport with firings and hirings. And with coaches, it's right after the season or even retirements or, you know, a little bit after, like with Sean Payton. Uh, you know, with college basketball, you get it, you know, tournament time a little after, whatever. So to me, the timing is, I think, what everyone, including myself, makes us kind of raise the red flag. Like, it's a, it's a little weird, right? Tom goes across the pond to Man U or Man City or whatever team the, the Glazer family owns, sits with them, then unretires a couple days later, and then Bruce Arians is just all of a sudden done a couple weeks later. Like, sure. it doesn't, you know, it's just something's up. You know, they, they can PR spin it any way they want, but if you follow sports long enough, you know, this one's, this one's a little weird. Do you subscribe to the belief, John, that just this was a marriage that was never meant to last between Brady and Arians, the way that Arians runs his program, as opposed to how Tom Brady has done things his entire career? No, I mean, I I think Arians, you know, I think we've pivoted too far. He's really good. You know, he went to Arizona, which was a joke, and they were immediately good. And that was like when Pete Carroll was humming and and Jim Harbaugh was still there. And, And to me, even with Tom, like, they adapted they figured it out. They have been pretty darn good the last couple of years. I do wonder if the personalities, you know, he's older, right? So, you know, part of the reason, you know, Bill and Tom lasted whatever 20 years, but the last couple of years with Bill in his late 60s, like Bill wasn't going to change. So I just wonder if there were some things that Arians wasn't going to change. And because ultimately he wasn't the play caller, you know, so, but he kind of hovered. Yeah, it's it just, yeah, I, I could see there being some, um, Tension might be the wrong word, but that's that's also natural in football, and I think Tom, in a weird way, kind of likes that. That's how he thrives. John Middlecoff, former NFL scout, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Make sure you download the 3 and Out pod hosted by John Middlecoff on volume. The Bobby Wagner signing to the Rams has a lot of different layers to it. Money's obviously involved, John, but... Richard Sherman went to the 49ers. Bobby Wagner goes to the Rams. Like They're going to division rivals. Is, it, is there something more to read into this and how the Seahawks are letting their players go, letting their veterans go, that maybe some of these star players that were so much of the fabric want to get back at them? Should, be, should we be reading more into these possible moves just like Wagner made yesterday? Yeah, I mean, it's something's up there in Seattle, right? I mean, I've only worked for one NFL coach, and he's gotten rid of a lot of players over his years in, in Andy Reid, but they all love him. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I think there's – you know, I've watched it with Kyle Shanahan. that They've moved on from players, and players still like him. I, I think that you can say the same thing about Sean McVay. I, you know, there's – this is going to sound harsh because I think Pete is a legend. I mean, what, his last 20 years have been fantastic. I do think there's a little bit of a fraudulent nature where he acts like Mr. Happy, Mr. Everyone's Friend. Like, no, you're no different than Belichick. You've run through these guys. And I do wonder if they feel like Richard and Bobby are good examples. They're told one thing and then something else happens. Or the communication is not correct with with Pete. And John falls under that peer view, too. Uh, But clearly, I mean, those guys want to play Seattle again. And that's like, let's face it, I mean, the history of the league, Ronnie Lott, Joe Montana, all right? I mean, a lot of guys play for different teams in their career, and they just go wherever. I mean, it's a part of the business. But this one, remember, e- even Earl Thomas, 
that that last yep. kind of visual of him in a Seattle uniform, right, was when he broke his leg and he's flipping off Pete Carroll. So Pete, and listen, I'm, I'm not great at goodbyes either, right? and a lot of people aren't, but Pete's, Pete really struggles at him with some pretty legendary players. Hell, look at Russell. You know, I mean, their, their breakups are are a little different right now than most teams, for sure. Uh, John, I know it's a, a story that's two, three weeks old now at this point, but what do you just make of this Packers offseason where, uh, you know, I think the Devontae Adams thing happens and we're focused on Devontae Adams going to the Raiders, and then you start to realize what is left behind for Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers as the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. Uh, now that we've had two, three weeks to digest what has happened in Green Bay, what are your thoughts? And then more importantly, are you sold that they're going to try to fix this uh, through the draft? Because I, I saw a lot of this, well, they have all these draft picks now. It's like, yeah, they haven't drafted an offensive player except for Jordan Love in a decade. So I guess I'm just not sold that, that the draft is going to be the answer for them. What, what has been your reaction to the Packers? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they totally had a choice when it came to Devontae uh, in the sense of he, was, he didn't want to be there anymore and he was not going to sign an extension and he also was going to limit where he went. Now, one thing was clear once he got traded, a couple days later, the Hill thing happens. They didn't get enough. I mean, period, point blank, end of story. He's, this guy's an all-pro, elite character who doesn't get any better, and they only got a first and second. I mean, the Chiefs got first, second, a fourth, another fourth. I mean, the Packers just should have got more. Plus, I, I hear you, there is no guarantee that when you draft a wide receiver – that he's just going to turn into Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. I mean, those guys have been awesome the last couple years. But most guys, I mean, Debo Samuel, it took a couple years. Devontae, it took a couple years. Like some guys, even look this year, Devontae Smith, some of these guys just take a little time. And they're going to be very dependent on whoever they draft because they don't have a choice. I mean, just look at their offensive weapons. Now, ultimately, I think LaFleur wants to run the ball more. It's kind of like, uh, you know, the Shanahan philosophical belief, and he believes in that, and it's helped Aaron Rodgers to just unbalance the offense. But part of the balance of the offense was having Devontae, who could just dominate. So missing him, you know, it's one thing. I've seen some of the stats, like when he's been out, they're 7-1 or 7-0 or whatever their record is the last couple of years. You know, it's just when you know the guy's coming back, to me there's a different mindset than when the guy just doesn't exist on your team. So I think it's going to be very, very difficult. But also, on the flip side, like, you know, there's a reason. You know, the Final Four is this weekend. There's a reason Bill Self and Coach K and Jay Wright get paid so much money, right? There's a reason Aaron Rodgers gets paid so much money. Just carry the ship. And I think that's more now than ever. He's going to be just – they're going to depend on him to act like Brady did in New England and just put the entire thing on his back, which can just be hard when you don't have the talent around you. Baker Mayfield is still a Brown. John Middlecoff joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What's the best fit? Take away, you know, who's going to pay what. And But where where would Baker be best served if he when he goes to another team? Yeah, I mean, well, there's really only options. Well, I mean, only a couple options right now, right? It'd be Carolina and Seattle. Uh, you know, I don't think Seattle is a great option in the sense of their offensive line has never been that great, and Baker can't move. You know, I mean, he's not a he's not an athletic guy relative to NFL standards. So, unlike Russell, who could scramble around, Baker can't. And Carolina, their offensive line stinks too. You know, I I think Baker's career is kind of in trouble. You wow. know, not saying he's going to be like out of the league here soon, but his options are not great. Uh, the, the question of his character is is very high. Clearly, I mean, the Browns crushed him through uh, through Chris Mortensen. So. I, I think it could be a very, very tough year whenever this shakes out because it, one thing's clear, like, if someone wanted him, he'd already be gone. Like, do, do people even want the guy right now? Which is wild, right? He was just the number one overall pick a couple years back, had a really good year in 2020. But, you know, Carson Wentz had a bigger market than Baker Mayfield. So, John, when you when you say that, um, have you, I mean, have you heard anything? I mean, is it just the way he handles the – I mean, obviously he didn't play well this year, but like you said, a year ago they're in the playoffs, they win a game, they lose to the Chiefs. Um, from your perspective, is it how he handles himself with the media? Are there problems in the locker room? I mean, we know that there was like the Odell stuff, but that was more on the field. What do you make of, of why the, the perception of Baker is the way it is? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I, I I don't know anyone in Cleveland. I've never been told directly, but it's pretty clear when Mortensen says that, to me, that's coming directly from the owner. 
so the leadership there questioned the human being as just and part of it's unfair right you, you can be immature at wide receiver at defensive end at safety but at, at quarterback you got to be really mature and then you know I, I, he's kind of limited you know these guys didn't draft him so it's when he's not your guy it's just easy to get down on someone quickly and I, I think it can be just a lot of different variables can make like listen it's hard I think sometimes when you don't like someone in any business or in any situation if you truly just don't like the guy for whatever reason sometimes it's hard to describe to some to other people why but you know or the people maybe in your office know but if you were telling someone over drinks they'd be like I don't really get it and that might be the thing because he's not like a criminal you know he, he doesn't seem that crazy but I think the same thing goes for Carson Wentz like for whatever reason he just kind of turns some people off, you know? And at quarterback, the standards are so high that if you do that, people turn on you fast. John Middlecoff, former NFL scout, current analyst, host of the 3 and Out pod. Before we let you go, final question. Does Tiger Woods tee it up in the Masters next week? Your guess. I, I, think, I, think, he, I think he does. I think he does. Uh, and it'll be, uh, it'll be pretty cool. It, at this point in time, if he doesn't, I think it'll be an enormous letdown. He's he's teasing yeah. us all, but yeah, I mean, I, I I think he not only teases it up, I think he makes the cut. I'm gonna be uh, ooh, I like it. I'm gonna be down there Wednesday, so I'm uh, hoping. Fingers crossed. John, we appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks. You you too. Enjoy the Masters. See ya. John Middlecoff, get him on Twitter, at John Middlecoff. Aaron Torres is enjoying the Final Fours. He's in New Orleans for the National Semifinals coming up on Saturday and the championship game on Monday. I'm Dan Beyer. We are sitting in for Doug Gottlieb today on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.